Chapter Two of History of Billy the Kid by Charles A. Seringo. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Recording by Roger Moline. History of Billy the Kid by Charles A. Seringo. Chapter Two: A Fierce Battle with Apache Indians. Single-handed, Billy Bonney liberates Segura from jail. In the city of Chihuahua, the two desperados led a hurrah life among the sporting elements. Finally, their money was gone, and their luck at cards went against them. Then Billy and Segura held up and robbed several Monte dealers when on the way home after their games had closed for the night. One of these Monte dealers had offended Billy, which caused his death. One morning before the break of day, this Monte dealer was on his way home. A peon was carrying his fat bank roll in a buckskin bag, finely decorated with gold and silver threads. When nearing his residence in the outskirts of the city, Segura and young Bonnie made a charge from behind a vacant adobe building. The one-sided battle was soon over. A popular Mexican gambler lay stretched dead on the ground. The peon willingly gave up the sack of gold and silver. Now towards the Texas border, in a northeasterly direction, a distance of three hundred miles, as fast as their mounts could carry them. When their horses began to grow tired, other mounts were secured. Their bills were paid en route, with gold doubloons taken from the buckskin sack. On reaching the Rio Grande River, which separates Texas from the Republic of Mexico, the young outlaws separated for the time being. Billy Bonney finally met up with his Silver City chum, Jesse Evans, and they became partners in crime in the bordering state of Texas and the territories of New Mexico and Arizona. Many robberies and some murders were committed by these smooth-faced boys, and they had many narrow escapes from death or capture. Fresh horses were always at their command, as they were experts with the lasso, and the scattering ranchmen all had bands of ponies on the range. On one occasion the boys ate dinner with a party of Texas emigrants, and were well treated. Leaving the emigrant camp, a band of renegade Apache Indians were seen skulking in the hills. The boys concealed themselves to await results, as they felt sure a raid was to be made on the emigrants who were headed for the territory of Arizona. There were only three men in the party, and several women and children. Just at dusk, the boys, who were stealing along their trail in the low, flint-covered hills, heard shooting. Realizing that a battle was on, Billy Bonney and Jesse Evans put spurs to their mounts and reached the camp just in time. By this time it was dark. The three men had succeeded in standing off the Indians for a while, but finally a rush was made on the camp by the Reds with blood-curdling war-whoops. At that moment the two young heroes charged among the Indians and sprang off their horses with Winchester rifles in hand. 
For a few moments the battle raged. One bullet shattered the stock of Billy's rifle, crippling his left hand slightly. He then dropped the rifle and used his pistol. When the battle was over, eight dead Indians lay on the ground. The emigrants had shielded themselves by getting behind the wagons. Two of the men were slightly wounded, and the other dangerously shot through the stomach. One little girl had a fractured skull from a blow on the head with a rifle. The mother of the child fainted on seeing her daughter fall. In telling of this battle, Billy Bonney said the war-whoops shouted by himself and Jesse, as they charged into the band of Indians, helped to win the battle. He said a bullet knocked the heel off one of his boots, and that Jesse's hat was shot off his head. He felt sure that the man shot through the stomach died, though he never heard of the party after separating. Soon after the Indian battle, Billy Bonney and Jesse Evans landed in the Mexican village of La Masilla, New Mexico, and there met up with some of Jesse's chums. Their names were Jim McDaniels, Bill Morton, and Frank Baker. During their stay in Masilla, Jim McDaniels christened Bill Bonney Billy the Kid, and that name stuck to him to the time of his death. Finally, these three tough cowboys started for the Pecos River with Jesse Evans. Billy the Kid promised to join them later, as he had received word that his old Mexican chum, Segura, was in jail in San Elizario, Texas, below El Paso. This word had been brought by a Mexican boy sent by Segura. The kid told the boy to wait in Mesilla till he and Segura got there. It was the fall of 1876. Mounted on his favorite gray horse, Billy the Kid started at six o'clock in the evening for the eighty-one mile ride to San Elizario. A swift ride brought him to El Paso, then called Franklin, a distance of fifty-six miles, before midnight. Here he dismounted in front of Peter Den's saloon to let his noble gray rest. While waiting, he had a few drinks of whiskey and fed Gray some crackers, there being no horse feed at the saloon. Now for the twenty-five-mile dash down the Rio Grande River, over a level road to San Elizario. It was made in quick time. Daylight had not yet begun to break. Dismounting in front of the jail, the kid knocked on the front door. The Mexican jailer asked, Quien es? Who's that? The kid replied in good Spanish, Open up, we have two American prisoners here. The heavy front door was opened, and the jailer found a cocked pistol pointed at him. Now the frightened guard gave up his pistol and the keys to the cell in which Segura was shackled and handcuffed. In the rear of the jail building there was another guard asleep. He was relieved of his firearms and dagger. When Segura was free of irons, the two guards were gagged so they couldn't give an alarm and chained to a post. 
the two outlaws started out in the darkest part of the night, just before day, Segura on gray and the kid trotting by his side, afoot. An hour later, the two desperados were at a Confederate's ranch across the Rio Grande River in Old Mexico. After filling up with a hot breakfast, the kid was soon asleep while Segura kept watch for officers. The kid's noble gray was fed and with a mustang kept hidden out in the brush. Now the ranchman rode into San Elizario to post himself on the jailbreak. Hurrying back to the ranch, he advised his two guests to hit the high places, as there was great excitement in San Elizario. Reaching La Masia, New Mexico, the two young outlaws found the boy who had carried the message to Billy the Kid from Segura and rewarded him with a handful of Mexican gold. End of chapter 2 Recording by Roger Moline